Walking along the pathway next to the harbor, you take in the cool, salty air and find it refreshing after being cooped up in an office all day. It was a moonlit night and it was late enough that very few people were out and about. It seemed most were still in the local pubs, judging by the noise. As you keep a casual pace along the pathway, you notice it takes a turn leading out to a public dock. As it catches your interest, and you decide it would be good to get away from the ambient noise of the local establishments to enjoy the sounds of the ocean. The further you walk out to the end, the quieter it becomes. The more relaxed you begin to feel. A shiver suddenly runs down your spine as you notice a low fog rolling over the water. Chuckling to yourself, you brush it off as normal for this time of night and take a seat on a bench near the railing. However, something still doesn't feel right despite trying to laugh off the eerie feeling that settled in after the chills. Looking out across the water, you see a ship making its way into the harbor. A little late, but perhaps they lost track of time when they went out. As the ship gets closer to the harbor, the fog starts to roll in thicker. That's when you notice something isn't quite right about this ship. It looks almost like a pirate ship, but there seems to be a weird glow to it. The ship begins to enter the harbor, suddenly your senses return, only for your fight-or-flight instinct to kick in. Now, you are running back down the dock, but it's too late. The crew of the ghost ship has already spotted you. Water has been known as a conduit for paranormal energy and giving it a boost, as it were, to either activate a residual haunting or perhaps give power to an intelligent spirit. The ocean is no exception from these phenomena, and it only adds to the mystery that the ocean is known for. It's in this mystery, in particular, that we'll be exploring. My name is Amiriel, and today I'm exploring a few of the mysterious ghost ships that sail around the world. The legend of ghost ships date back to even before the 1700s, with mixed tales of being a bad omen or potentially a good sign depending on what culture you're in, or the ship in question. The most famous legend is that of the Flying Dutchman. The first account noted for this ship was in the 18th century, and relates to a real Dutch ship that was lost to the sea off the Cape of Good Hope in South Africa. However, legends have a way of spreading, and this one seems to have taken off like a wildfire. Sightings began to appear across both continents of Europe and America, even going so far as to inspire the imagination of various writers before eking its way into infamy on the silver screen in the second Pirates of the Caribbean film released by Disney. Sightings continue to surface, and... They seem to be a sign of warning for inclement weather to other vessels in the area. But let's travel back to the States. Specifically, off the coast of Rhode Island, you may spot a phantom vessel by the name of the Palatine, 
or also known as the Palantine Light. Interestingly enough, this vessel may be based off the story of another one that had an unfortunate end in the area. The ship Princess Augusta ran aground in 1738 on Block Island and was carrying German Palantines that were hoping for a new life in this new world. Very little is known about the wreck, and only records were found were rediscovered in 1925. That stated a fever and flux had swept through the ship, killing many of the crew and passengers. Two accounts tell of what happened to the ship. The first states that the ship was moored to the shoals and the remaining people on board were killed so that the ship could be salvaged and sold for parts. While the other account is a little more heartwarming. The other account tells of how the residents showed kindness and empathy by saving the remaining people on board and helping them recover from the, from the illness. Throughout the years, many locals have insisted that during the week between Christmas and New Year's, they have seen the ship shining in the night off the coast. Now, not all ships stick to the ocean, especially ghost ships. This next one in particular has a legend based on Lake Superior. The steamship SS Bannockburn had begun a voyage from the Canadian shore and was headed towards the Sioux Locks. Sioux Locks are, a, are a set of parallel locks that are a passageway between Lake Superior and the Lower Great Lakes. Along the way, on November 21st, 1902, Snowy weather overtook the lake, and the ship was lost during the storm. To this day, the shipwreck has never been found, and only remnant to wash ashore was a cork life preserver. Though I say pieces have never been found, it is possible one piece of the hull was found when the locks were drained later at, towards the end of the season, but there was never a confirmation. Within the same year of her disappearance, the SS Bannockburn had been spotted on the waters, leading it to be named the Flying Dutchman of the Great Lakes. Although not all ghost ships are eerie shapes spotted at only certain times, some ships are very real and just simply drift across the ocean of their own volition. Or are they being steered by a ghostly crew? In 1976, a cruise ship was commissioned by the USSR for comfort and safe traveling through the freezing conditions of the Antarctic and Arctic Oceans. Unfortunately, the vessel known as the Luyubov Orlova, and please, please forgive my poor pronunciation, became heavily indebted and was seized in Newfoundland, where it was neglected for the next two years. Eventually, it was infested with rats while it was tied up at the docks and was sold for scraps. While being towed to the scrapyard, the tugboat encountered rough waters and lost control of the cruise ship, which started its drifting towards open waters. Stormy weather and seas stayed in the area for the following several days before a recovery attempt could be made, but by then the ship had reached international waters. Authorities overseeing the operation decided they were, there were too many safety concerns in trying to recover it, 
and they were confident they would just drift further out into the open ocean, so they gave the order to let the ship drift on its own, officially making it a ghost ship. Throughout the years, the cruise ship has come rolling into sight, but the last confirmed sighting was off the west coast of Ireland. One thing to bear in mind, I did mention that the rats were still on board the ship before it set adrift. Bear this in mind also, there was no other food source. Bottom line, you may not want to be around this ship should it ever make landfall. Let's lighten things up a little and take a look at our last ship, which is actually a historical ghost ship whose legacy still lives on in three different places. This particular ship was acquired by the British Royal Navy in 1850 and was set to explore the Arctic region. After embarking on its journey in 1854, the vessel became stuck in the ice and unfortunately had to be abandoned. Though this ship was still the property of, of Her Royal Majesty Queen Victoria, there appeared to be no effort to salvage it, at least not until September of 1855, when an American expedition discovered her and returned, to, returned with her to New London, Connecticut. Later in 1856, after the ship's recovery, Senator James Mason of Virginia proposed a bill that would restore the ship and return her to England in good faith. A pricey $40,000 later, she was refitted and sailed back to England to be given back to Queen Victoria as a gesture of national courtesy on December 13th of 1856. While it was the hope that it could be further restored and the ship sent back to search for the previous crew of the expedition and possibly have another, a new expedition take place. It was not to be, as in 1859 there was only a written account of the fate of that particular expedition that it was set to go find. The vessel remained in service up until 1879, when it was decommissioned and broken into pieces. The ill-fated expedition that this ship was known for was led by Sir John Franklin, and the ship he acquired? Well, it was the HMS Resolute. Now, while it may have been broken into pieces, that's not the end of the story, of course. In 1880, parts of the ship were crafted into three desks. One was called the Grinnell Desk, or Queen Victoria Desk and that was given to Henry Grinnell's widow as a recognition for the contributions of her husband. And a second was commissioned by Queen Victoria to sit aboard the royal yacht, but now it lives a, as a long-term loan to the Royal Naval Museum. And the third, if you haven't heard about it before or haven't quite put the pieces together, it is a very famous desk that currently sits in our nation's capital of Washington, D.C. Inside the Oval Office, this desk has been used by almost every president since Rutherford B. Hayes and is known as the Resolute Desk. Thank you everyone for joining me once again and 
I'm happy that you've returned after my brief interlude. I hope you'll continue exploring with me as I start to diversify my topics in future episodes. Next week, we'll be veering away from graveyards and into some other mysterious parts of the world, as well as tie in a little history, of course. Follow me on Instagram at Podcast and keep updated on when episodes are published. Sources for this episode will appear in the descriptions. The royalty-free music is provided by Pixabay and was composed by Fancy Sanchez. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Until then, safe exploring. <laughs>